0: Target on in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Devi. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eb. You can find them on all social media platforms at the Ben E. You ready to take flight. We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. Hey, what's going on, Elite Seekers? Here we are. Elite Region Series coming back at you after one week off. While we talked about some of the quarterback battles that were going on around the country, with spring practices kicking off, and we wanted to give you a heads up on. Which young guys are out there competing from day one? Which underclassmen should you be paying attention to as you go ahead and put your Devi teams together? Kind of build your future draft picks and really just get to know your teams for the ones that are here listening for fandom of your college football team. But here we are today back again with the Elite Region Series and we are going to cover the heart of the Midwest We're going to go over Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Ohio. Let you know who is the best of the best in the high school class of 2023. Yes, that means they have one entire season left of high school football. But they've already given us enough info where we have a great idea of how elite these guys potentially could be or if they even have a shot at the NFL level. So that's what we're going after, and we are going to have fun doing it. This is officially putting us over the halfway mark as far as geography goes with the whole United States Elite Region Series. So lots of fun there. Really, really appreciate everybody rocking with us so far. This is episode 53 overall and uh it's gonna be a good one so i appreciate you let's jump right in talk about our quarterback situation out of the heart of the midwest when talking about the quarterback position out of the heart of the midwest there really is no competition it is dante moore he is the man he is the entire sentence the paragraph whatever you want to say Dante Moore is the top dog when it comes to the quarterback position. Sitting at 6'2", 195 pounds out of Martin Luther King High School in Detroit, Michigan, he is tough. He is as tough as they come. And uh, when it comes to intangibles, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to competitiveness, there's really nobody better in the country. Uh, From that standpoint, I I really kind of can only think of Caleb Williams Uh, That was a guy for me at the quarterback position coming out that just really had all of those intangibles. And I think Dante Moore is made up of a lot of those those same skills, those same, um, you know, pieces of the pie that are really going to allow him to ascend to become a phenomenal leader and just a guy that helps his team win. Now, he's not the same type of athlete by any means, but he's a heck of a quarterback standing at that six foot, 295 pounds. He's not huge, but he's got good size. Good frame. Um, you know. There's some major, major schools coming after him because this guy is mature. He's ultra polished. He really just goes out there and commands the field. He looks like a director, and that's so big. He has some escapability to him. He's not a a big-time athlete, as I mentioned, but he's a good athlete. He's a good athlete that always keeps his eyes down the field. He doesn't panic under pressure. He really handles the pocket well, and this is a kid that is just getting started. He's been a starter at the varsity level since his freshman season, so he already has a lot of games under his belt, and I think that really shows when you're watching the film on a guy like this. You know, these guys come in and, and they get better year after year, and the word on the street is his work ethic is next level. And you love to hear that from the quarterback position because it really is a position that makes the rest of the you know the team go. It really sets the tone for the entire team, and, and that's probably why he's so successful. As a junior, he led Detroit's King to a 13 and 1 record and the Michigan Division III state championship. As a sophomore, they went 6 and 4 and they were a fourth round playoff appearance team. Uh, and then as a freshman, he led them to an 11 and 3 record and a Michigan Division II state runner up finish. So again. Two out of the three years he's been a starter, they made it to the championship game, winning one of those, the most recent one, which is the one that matters because he's a junior. But now going into his senior season, they're going to be a favorite again. And he's going to be a guy that I really believe uh, will ascend. In, and as soon as he chooses his school, you know, I think there's going to be a domino effect. This is the type of quarterback that can be a program changer, can really help you as far as recruiting goes for all the other positions because guys want to play. With a guy like Dante Moore because of what he brings to the table. He's crushing it on the seven on seven circuit. You're already seeing, you know, just watching his film, how guys interact with him, how coaches interact with him. He just has this infectious attitude to him and he really enjoys the game and he's damn good at it. So, um, you know, I'm not sure where he's going to end up. I think it really is going to come down to Notre Dame and LSU from all the clues we're seeing, from everything we're reading about it. Um, you know, Notre Dame being a front runner right now, but. I think Brian Kelly being down at LSU, you know, having that Notre Dame connection, I think really helps them, give them a little bit of a leg up, but we really have no idea. We're talking about 40 offers on the table. Schools like Ohio State and Michigan are in the mix as well, so anytime you see an Ohio State, similarities to a guy like CJ Stroud, you know, it kind of gives him a little bit of a uh, an eye into the future, and he knows there's going to be a ton of talent going there, so we'll see. I'm not sure that he's going to go and choose the easiest road because, again, as I mentioned earlier, he is an ultimate competitor, and I think that's what makes him so good, and that's what's going to make whatever program gets him so good as well, but it really doesn't matter what type of defense he sees. He goes out there, and he picks them apart. He he knows his game plans, and again, he just commands the field. He's a really, really tough quarterback, a, a really, really smart quarterback, and I think he has the potential to finish up as this class uh, this class is top quarterback overall when we're talking about the NFL level. So we'll see. A lot of tools there for Dante Moore. And again, just those intangibles take him to an entirely new level. He is absolutely an elite seeker. And that is what we're going after here. So Dante Moore out of Martin Luther King in Detroit, Michigan. An absolute stud for the 2023 high school class at the quarterback position. In the target. I did on at three. Two, one. Moving over to the running back position, we're going to talk about a guy who might be the fastest riser as far as prospects go in the nation. That is running back Jeremiah Love out of Christian Brothers College, CBC in St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. This kid in the 2023 high school class is a special one. It's hard to believe he's currently ranked as a three star. 29th running back in the nation, 14th overall prospect out of Missouri. 461 is where he's ranked amongst his peers in his high school class, no matter the position. That's just crazy talk to me. And again, I think you're going to see him pick up a fourth star very soon. It's just a, a really, really fun player to, to take a look at. Six foot one, 195 pounds with a great frame to really uh, build on And we're talking about. Fast speed, track speed, translating to the playing field. Just an incredible athlete overall. Um, 10.76 is what he's clocked at last year in the 100-meter dash. Over a 22-foot long jump, so he's explosive. And you get to see a lot of that on his tape. He did win the Missouri Class 5 state title uh, with that 100-meter time of the PR of 10.76. So just a, a guy who's out there. Blazing up uh, the competition on the track, but he does the same thing on the gridiron. You see him out there, and, and the way he can just change directions, chop his steps, um, you know, flip his hips, and just have guys looking silly is is incredible, and it's really effortless to be honest. Um, the offers are are really rolling in this month. Just you know, starting back to let's go back to mid February here. This is when you see. A uh, guy just really start to ramp up some of these offers. So, so mid February we got Tennessee, Arkansas, Utah, Michigan, Minnesota, Louisville, Stanford, Alabama, LSU, Notre Dame, Kansas, Kentucky, Wisconsin, Syracuse, USC, Penn State, Auburn. Just in the last month, that's all the offers that are rolling in for a three star. Yeah, I think he's not really a three star, folks. I think. uh you know, there, there's some sites out there that are a little bit behind the eight ball as far as updating goes, because this kid really screams superstar potential. He really does. The way he goes out there, he catches out of the backfield. He, he makes multiple guys miss. He can put together three elusive moves in a row, four if needed. And just the, the way he does it, it looks like he's out there ice skating and and, you know, just just cutting up the defense. It, it is really fun to watch. And he really is one of my favorite prospects. I, I would not be surprised if Jeremiah Love ends up as the top running back in this class, in this 2023 high school class. He's that good. He's that good. And again, he just as soon as he hits the open field, he uses that track speed. He's gone. Right. He, he has a great ability to keep his steps small you know, has great vision. He finds the hole. He anticipates. He sets his guys up. Uses the blocks really well. The defenders just look crazy. They're trying to cut him off because he's so fast. But he uses that against them and he cuts back up the field. You'll see him flip the entire field pretty consistently on his film. And um just a, a super fun prospect. A a guy that I think is an incredible ceiling. I'm not sure where he's gonna end up. Missouri being the hometown school, I think is uh is going to be a school we got to pay attention to, right? He just recently did an interview uh, with Rivals just talking about how much he enjoys stopping by the Missouri campus, checked out some spring practices recently, and I think they're definitely a front runner. But he's also very surprised that the love he's getting across the board, there's a lot of these big schools that are going to offer up some really great opportunity for him to come out there and shine and step on the field early and really be a part of of a program that can elevate him to a level that he sees himself at already he's just it seems like a great kid hard worker ultra talented and i think he's just scratching the surface to what he can do so really really mark this name down please jeremiah love that's j-e-r-e-m-i-y-a-h love okay had to spell that one out for you because this is a guy you gotta put on your list i don't care if you don't have anybody else put him down. It's going to be uh, someone that uh, I really believe will have a high ceiling. You know, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to have a great opportunity, whatever school he goes to. He's really going to surprise some folks. Fast riser right here. Maybe the fastest riser in the country. Before we step away from the running back position, I want to talk about another guy out of Arthur, Illinois, from Arthur Senior High School. That is Caden Fagan. The six foot three, two hundred and twenty one pound athlete slash running back slash linebacker because he has a little bit of another elite seekers to his game. And that was Braylon Allen, the running back from Wisconsin. Yes, we're talking about another man child, six foot three, two hundred twenty one pounds, a guy that could easily play linebacker for Illinois, Uh, a guy that decided to stay home. But also a guy that mixed it up, did whatever he had to do for his team, ended up having to play some quarterback for his team, and put up 143 carries for 1,249 yards, 16 touchdowns last year as a junior. Uh, this is a kid that I think was a huge get for Brett Belima and team, you know, just keeping him home, bringing him to, to Illinois, a four-star big-time athlete who plays second in Illinois for the long jump, showing you some of that speed and explosiveness as well. and. For a guy this size, it's really unique how he is able to get in the open field and just kind of pull away from defenders behind him. But the vision's good. One thing I would say, you know, I want to see him work on is is the technique is kind of interesting as far as uh, getting going on his first step. But I I do think that's something you can teach to your athletes. Uh, Being a track coach myself, uh, it is something, you know, working on the start of a race is something we worked on all the time. But I really think it's a technique issue for uh, Caden right now. And I think the potential is there. He's going to be super under the radar, extremely under the radar guy, but he shouldn't be. He is a big-time running back. He's huge. He's going to have a role, and uh, he's built right now to step out on the field you know, in, in a year and a half and go ahead and, and take hits at the college level. Now, this kid still has a whole another year of high school football left, as do the rest of the guys we're talking about on this show, but Caden Fagan is a, is a guy that is a big-time pickup for that program. And I think someone that you need to pay attention to, he's not going to be your coveted, really, really exciting uh, highlight mixtape. But I do think there's a lot there. There's a lot of similarities to a Braylon Allen, and we saw what he was able to do in his freshman season as a 17-year-old. So uh, mark this name down. Another running back I wanted to mention as we talk about these guys in the heart of the Midwest. Give me target, knocking on in three, two, one. Moving over to the wide receiver position, we're going to talk about Malik Elzi out of Chicago, Illinois, Simeon High School, to be exact. And he is a four-star recruit sitting at six foot 199 pounds. And he looks the part. He looks the part of an NFL receiver right now. He's just chiseled. He is a thick receiver, crazy long arms. Um, you see him doubled, really, every time you're watching the film. He's just consistently double-teamed and he's still able to have a good year with his team at his size he really looks unchallenged uh, against a lot of the competition you're seeing up against and you know he just goes up plucks the ball out of the air he's physically imposing so when you see some of these defensive backs trying to bring him down after he he catches a quick short pass it's it's kind of funny it's almost comical uh he just he goes out there and he dominates these guys physically where uh, i would love to see him up against Um, some more talented, more physical uh, competition. That's one thing I noticed looking through the film. It felt like I didn't get to see a lot of that. And it was so easy for this kid. It was so easy for Malik. And it feels like he's still, you know, growing into his body as it is right now. He's just a really, really big kid. And we're talking about a kid who just finished up his junior uh, season at the football level in high school and um, you know, you want to go out there and see these guys challenged, so they can really raise that ceiling. But a ton of offers on the table already. A lot of small school offers, but also you got your Cincinnati is Illinois, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisville, Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, Nebraska, Notre Dame, Ole Miss, Purdue, Syracuse, Tennessee, Vandy, West Virginia, and Wisconsin to name a few. Uh, he hasn't chosen yet. Again, it, it seems wide open as far as Uh, what I can see right now but Illinois has probably a good chance being that hometown school I think Belima is doing some good things I did read that Michigan was back in the mix now that he knows Harbaugh is sticking around there but Malik Elzi is a big dominant receiver um, and one that I think in the right right situation as far as development goes he has elite level ceiling and is a guy that has all the physical tools to be a great one so pay attention to Malik Elzi out of Chicago, Illinois. Simeon High School, to be exact. In the head, target on in three, two, one. So I have two names for you to watch at the tight end position. One is out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Specifically, Robinsdale Cooper High School. That is Jackson Howard, the son of Willie Howard, who played for Stanford as well as the Minnesota Vikings. He was a second-round draft pick. Uh, Going back in 2001 there. But uh, this kid has the bloodline. He has the athleticism. We could see him play defensive end outside linebacker. uh, But I really do think he's fluid enough, physical enough to be a a really good uh, tight end. And someone that we have to kind of keep an eye on and see where does he play mostly for his senior season. Because it was pretty split there. And uh, it has been so far in his high school career. He's got one more season left. And the recruitment is wide open. Schools are all over this kid. He stands at six foot four, 245 pounds. So uh, just a great weight already on him. Uh, big time schools. The top three right now are LSU, Miami, Minnesota, but he has offers from all over. We're talking about 60 offers across the board. So this is a kid that is in high demand. Uh, Ray does a four star, the 11th overall athlete in the nation, 110th overall prospect, number one prospect out of Minnesota. So, again, a kid that you got to really just uh, check out and, and see what's going on there. Another one is, is an LSU commit. That's Mac Markway out of St. Louis, Missouri. Played for DeSmet High School there. And he actually got hurt his junior season. So that's why he didn't jump to the top of my list. He did have a knee injury that cut his season short. Six-foot-four, 250-pounder, though, who loves physicality, loves blocking. And, uh, you know, had all the SEC schools really in on him. He also could play tight end. He could play defensive end, but he has that athleticism uh, to go out there and just be a, a, an elevator when it comes to a running game for a team, but also can get out there and get open, do some things when he has the ball in his hands. So um, just a great balance. And I think the skill set will translate to him playing early on. And we just got to wait and see as long as he's healthy and gets through this knee injury, uh, then we should have no concerns going into his senior season. And that was for Mac Markway uh, out of St. Louis, Missouri. So that's all we have for you this week with the Elite Region Series here on Elite Seekers. And it is time for the quote of the show. This one is from the late, great John Madden. The road to easy street goes through the sewer. Yes, nothing is easy. You got to work hard. You got to go through the challenges, the hurdles to get there. And, and sometimes it's messy along the way. So just keep plugging away. You will get there. I uh, Appreciate you rocking with us this week. That's everything. That's all we got. This is Monday. Hope you have a great week. We will see you next week and we'll already be into April. So how about that? Hey, appreciate everybody out there and uh, Elite Seekers out.